Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Uh, now, NRL news. I uh, just want to say, you know, send a massive shout out to Nathan Merritt's uh, family and friends. He's woken up from his coma, remains in hospital with the care of doctors and nurses. So, I just wanted to send our best wishes to to Nathan, our family and friends. Uh, definitely in our thoughts. Now, Panthers have reportedly actually let's get the biggest news. Biggest news: Michael Maguire named head coach of the New South Wales side. Uh, he's currently Kiwis head coach, currently assistant head coach at the Raiders. Boys, as New South Welshmen, what do you reckon? Uh, I don't hate it. Um, I just the only thing that worries me about Madge is that I just if it doesn't work out, I just know what the media is going to do to him. You mm. already know what the storylines are going to be and whatnot. Madge is obviously known for being a very hard trainer and whatnot. I can just just off you know a lot of the noise that was coming out of New South Wales camp last year. That's the <coughs> only thing that really worries me. Mm. But I, I I think that, and I'm the biggest Brad Fittler fan in the world. I think that. We need a transition to a different mindset, different mm. style of coaching. And Jeff Tuvey probably would have been my pick. But the more I think about Madge, the more I kind of like it. Mm. Jimmy? I like Madge, yeah, especially after some of the names that were thrown up for the job over the past month or two. <laughs> um, I thought Guru was a bit stiff. Yeah, that felt personal. very personal. <laughs> he was my first choice, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't mind him. He said hard nose. We know he's got a hard edge, you know, infamous for it. He's a, a, a NRL Premiership winning coach, plenty of runs on the board. You know, because he's got that hard edge, it sounds like he can't do too long a stint at clubs because he just runs people into the ground and, and he's a lot to play <coughs> under. State of origin, three games, get him up, short, sharp camps. I think he's perfect. Mm. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not... Like, there were some okay options out there, but I think he can come in and do a job. He's passionate. I think he can get the boys up. I, I don't mind, Madge. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just worried that, look, I, with the options that they had, I don't think it's a bad – look, it's not a bad choice for sure. <clears throat> not at all. He's got runs on the board. He's won comps. Done okay with New Zealand. So, he's, you know, done the week-to-week coaching recently. I guess my concern is, is that everyone, anytime you ask him about Magic, he's got a hard edge. He's hard edge, you know. He's super hard edge, and it's going to make him tough. And I just mm. think that 
I think you need more than toughness in origin. I think that's almost a given. Like, these boys are tough. They're the best of the best. And I think that when you look at the way Queensland won, it was with this really precise game plan that they implemented, you know, the last couple of years. But that's and where the assistant coaches are coming in. Yeah. He, he's, he's not there to ride 100% of the game plan. That's where the assistants come but that, in. So I look at that and I go, all right, well, you look at the Tigers. And even though I think history will be kind to Maguire at the Tigers because look how they're going now. And he, I actually think that Maguire with this Tiger squad, they currently have probably fights for the eight. But I just wonder, like, I haven't really seen Madge have success in the modern era of rugby league game plan-wise. And he's had plenty of opportunity to, to get assistance around him and, and do all that. And so I get what I will say is this, is that I definitely think Madge can get the boys up to win a single series. But outside looking in, it's a one-year deal to my understanding. So it's actually not Madge is my concern. My concern is, is like, what's the long-term plan here? Is it smash and grab and let's just get a win and fucking after that we'll just see what happens mm. that's what it seems like from the outside looking in whereas i feel like if you're gonna go with madge give him a two-year deal at the least allow him to go make some sweeping changes like for example because it's a one-year deal when he's in selections is he just fully focused on a win right right now or does he, is he weighing up like you could tell there was certain selections where billy slater was going yeah for sure i want to win now but he's also weighing up instilling certain things that he wants for the next few years and I, that's the only concern i have with this the whole thing that's gone down is a is the toughness hard edge is that you know is that going to make a difference in origin level and also be higher above madge i think they should have given him a, a longer term deal what do you reckon Amy? yeah I, was, I wonder whether there's just enough kind of like as a player going in there um, is there enough of a wow factor? I think you guys have spoken a bit about it before. When you're a Queenslander and you get in there, mm. you got uh, Slater, Thurston, Smith. They're all in the rooms. They're all getting around it with Billy, obviously, leading the charge. I feel like you need a bit of a figurehead, someone you just go, wow, well, I can't believe this guy's coaching me. There's not a lot of those for New South Wales probably in, the recent, in their recent history. Maybe Boyd Corden has won, but probably not ready to coach yet. Yeah. I just wonder whether that – I don't know. Do you walk through the, the door? And, yes, he's been a great coach, won a comp with Souths and whatever – Recently at the Tigers, maybe didn't go, go as well. But I don't know that there's enough. I mean, who else would they have picked really is, is the, the tough thing. But I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure that it's a solution. And this is the big thing for me. And, you know, Kemi, you, you just spoke about, you know, is the tough angle enough to do it? Yeah. You know, when you compare to Slater, I'd probably say, no, it's not. Mm. But we don't have a fucking Slater. Yeah. You've got four of them. Mm. You've got four guys you could pick. I, I just said an hour ago that you know, we're, we're still reeling from Joey and Freddie retiring. Like, they're our Slaters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all your potential Slaters have got great gigs in the media. Why would you want to give it all up to go and coach yeah, and get just get roasted if it, yeah. if it goes wrong, you know? Um, but, but even so, like you talk about, you know, wow factor and all that sort of thing, and you, I understand wanting, wanting the wow factor as the figurehead and being the head coach and all that. I, I do understand it. But fire, if you play her in there and manages your head coach and you've got someone like Joey Johns coming in as assistant or helping out or doing bits and pieces here, like it doesn't have to be the head coach doing that and getting the boys up for a game of football. Do you think Joey and those boys will come in though? I don't know. Of, I don't know Madge's relationships with certain people. You know, there's chat of Ivan Cleary coming in and doing a bit. There are a few whispers of I know obviously when Freddie was still there, Gus Gould saying if he gets the call, he'll come mm. in and help it. I don't know who's gonna See, end I up. I think that the Ivan Cleary one hinged oh look this is pure speculation. Mm. I just know Ivan and Brad Fittler are friends. Yeah. So I think that was more along the lines of, I'm coming in to help my mate and the state. I just, it seemed like that current crop of coaches were there for each other and the state, and that's why they're in camp. So I don't know whether those guys, boys will be going back in 
almost out of respect for Freddie to a degree. Mm. I, I don't know. I, again, pure speculation. I don't know. If so, that's fucked. Yeah. It's a state of origin. We could you could you see any of Billy Slater's mates pulling well, out of origin? But I think it's from from the players' perspective, like from Joey, Greg Alexander, Danny Badiris. They're like, mate, I'm not going back into that shit fight. Like, I was back in the yeah. shit fight with me, mate, in the trenches because mm. Freddie's under the pump. I'm not fucking going back in and getting pizzled for, you know, eight weeks of the year again. Mm. You know, I think it's more of a personal... Oh, I know what you mean. Pure speculation. Pure yeah. speculation, guys. Oh, not I, a yeah. good situation. I'm fine with Madge. I'm fine with the game plan. I have enough faith that he can get the right people in, in the system and other coaching roles to get the game plan right to beat Queensland. Mm. I do agree, Kempi, with the the one term, uh, the one year contract. If that if it's a one year deal, like it's not even one year; it's five months. I think five, five, five months. You, what is it, Matty? Yeah, like oh, just a, just a short term deal, and you know, win or die kind of thing. It's just in sport these days that short term planning. You know, Matt just coming in. He'll, he'll probably if he's there for three years or he's there for one year, his selections change. One hundred percent, they change. Yeah. And that short term thinking, I don't think it gets you very far. Well, I think as well, it's like. You, like if you go let's say three year deal let's say New South Wales going this is our fucking man this is, then you're saying to everyone this is the new direction this is where yeah. we're going the one year deal it's saying we don't really know are you the best of the bad bunch yeah like, like you're on year till someone else comes up like it it's a very a stress trust, and it's it? not even one year it's five, yeah, months. five months and so I, the worry I have for players going in is this subconscious like is this a new direction mm. is it not a new direction you know Oh, I just don't know what New South Wales Rugby League are thinking with that. Why not just do a three-year deal with clauses in it saying we can get yeah. rid of you and pay you out yeah. know, 50 grand or something? I don't understand. Like, clearly, Michael Maguire agreed to a five-month part-time deal. So clearly he would, do, he would agree to um, a three-year deal with clauses in it, surely. Mm. Like, like, why wouldn't you? And also, like, and I think maybe there is a clause that if he wins, he, it goes another year or something. Could you just check? And if he doesn't, doesn't, it's like... Oh, if he wins, he's staying in. Yeah, of course he's staying. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, well... I would have loved if they were going this one year, let's see what happens kind of thing. All other commitments or whatever aside, seeing Gus Gould have a crack at it for one year. Just, yeah. just get in. Just to be like Wayne Bennett did a few yeah. years ago in the COVID origin series. Just came in. Everyone's like, oh my God, come being coached by Wayne Bennett. Got that, you know, um, bit more of a battler kind well, of... He has like, that magic... Exactly. That magic you were talking about earlier where if Gus Gould's coming back in, you know, all the boys are fucking cheered up. This is our moment. This is our... Giving you one of those Churchillian pre-origin yeah. speeches like, like you used to do on the field. Yeah. Kemp, your best match with Gus now. Put a word oh. in. Yeah, have a chat. <laughs> oh, mate. G- Gus, come in, like... You know what? I'd love for him to be head coach, but even just to come in and be around the camp and just help out. Camp. Oh, I freaking yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think Michael McGuire's a bad decision at all. I, I think that... <laughs> He does offer quite a lot. Um, I, I'm a bit surprised that if he's going to keep his assistant in New Zealand coaching role, like, that's a lot. That's, that's a, like, could you, yeah, I mean, it, it is a can. lot. The only thing is, like, they were talking about giving it to Craig Bellamy or Ricky Shaw, like head NRL coaches who are essentially 12 months a year, mm. at least the internationals and Origin. They don't overlap at all. Like, yeah. I don't get me wrong, I, I'd love to get a full time, 12 month year New Wales coach because there's so much to it. Yeah. But the two don't really overlap. <laughs> I, th- I think as well, like the, the five-month deal, it's all the other stuff outside of coaching that Freddie was doing that clearly not going to – I'm assuming it's not going to be done anymore. So it's a, that all of that culture and connection to the New South Wales side that Freddie rebuilt when he came back in, all, you know, outside of that six-week period that he did, 
Obviously, Michael Maguire is not going to do that because he's not even contracted for it. He's not even employed at that time. Is that going to hurt New South Wales long term in that connection to their state, their side? I don't know. There is still a lot of red flags, isn't there? Yeah, just and it, it, the red flags actually don't come from Michael Maguire. Mm. My concern is the broader thinking of, well, actually, we're going to reduce resources to New South Wales, not increase resources to the New South Wales head coaching. Um, and apologies if that's not the case, but I mean, I'm assuming if you're offering a five-month deal to someone, you're putting in less resources than more. Yeah. I choose to avoid the red flags when it comes to the Blues. Just <laughs> stay optimistic and believe. Uh, yeah. It's Look, also like, like, I just think it's it's part of the situation. Where, like, I, I what you guys just said about, oh, I feel good coming in, he's got that wow factor. Does he have that wow factor for some of these guys? I think so, because he's been he in the media does. still. Yeah. Yeah, because he's kept relevant. You know what I mean? For sure. What wows you about Gus though? For us, it's you know when he was coaching the Blues. That was twenty years ago now. I remember. You know, it's been fifteen years since he's done those Origin things. Yeah, like, but you still, as Kemi said, because he's still relevant and in media, you still hear him speak week in, week out. And I sit there and go, "Fire, that's good insight." Yeah, and also, like, insight. look what he did at Penrith. He's the head honcho at Bulldogs now. You know what I mean? Like, he still has pull, I reckon, <laughs> Gus. And because it's because he stayed in the media. I think he still has the, – the generation now coming through still see Gus as like just almost – I know Wayne has been head coaching this whole time, but he's probably the one guy that still has relevance because mm. he stayed in the media, in my opinion. But maybe maybe you're right. I maybe you'd be surprised. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so – oh, man, it's going to be – I tell you what, though, maybe New South Wales rugby leagues are genius. Maybe they hire him, five-month deal, he wins it, they save a bunch of money. And they keep him on the deal that's, you know, one or two years long. And At the end of the day, if we have everyone fit and we've got Turbo, we've got Latrell, got Nathan, if we've got everyone available. You should win. We should be able to at least match it with you. Like, surely. Surely should win with everyone fit. Um, so, yeah, as I said, New South Wales Rugby League, it, look, the, the, the ironic thing is that all that matters is the win. If they win, yeah. they look like geniuses. If they lose, we'll all sit here and say, we'll pick it apart. Um I, I think at the very least, though, if you had a longer-term plan, if you'd lost, you could say new beginnings, rebuilds, all that carry on. Whereas now there's, like, none of that. There's none of, like, new beginnings or anything because you're like, well, it's a one-year deal. It's not a new beginning. Uh, okay. New Zealand, uh, New Zealand – okay. Uh, Alex Twell resigns with the Tigers after being reportedly told that he was not wanted. I'll get your thoughts yes. on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's interesting. This actually, I went and got my hair cut in Roselle uh, last week. And um, – the next uh, next customer after me was actually the coach, Benji Marshall. Oh, really? So I, as I left, held the door open for him. He said, gave me a little cheers, brew. I said, <laughs> make sure you re-sign Alex Twile. Oh, okay. Next morning, Twile re-signed. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I don't want to say I was responsible, but um, we've got him. And that is such a good signing, I think, because just someone who's like, that's what – you need those guys oh, in your team. Mate. Who the the fans get around? It's what we're all about, you know. Every time he touches the ball, even if we're getting belted, the fans at Leichhardt, wherever we're playing, mm. get so up and about. I can't even believe we said you're free to shop, you know, shop around. Yeah, it's, I thought you were going to just gloss over that bit. What are your thoughts on the fact that only a week ago you told him that he can leave? <laughs> I didn't personally tell him. I was, all, I was advocating for him. I got the deal done. Can't be, don't, don't twist my words. Um, but I was very emotional. Had a, had a cry in the shower. Did all that sort of stuff. But we've got him now. Um, yeah, I was I was spewing that we were, gonna, we were even considering letting this guy go. So great to have him back on board. Very excited. Not a lot to be excited about as a Tigers fan in recent times. So getting him back on board, I was very happy, man. Yeah, great yeah. signing. Look, there, there's a yarn going around that you know, oh, well, they got him for for less. He signed on less money. 
I don't look. I don't believe that's. Oh, I, anyway, I, I think that that is things getting leaked to try and justify what's happened. Mm. You don't tell a bloke we want you gone, and then re-sign him for three more years as a negotiation tactic. Like that's craziness. That's craziness. What are your thoughts on the whole situation? No, but it's going to happen anyway, though, Kempy. <laughs> we'll play don't chicken. Rule them out. We'll play chicken with the heart and soul of our squad. Let's do it. No, I think it's great. Uh, I think it's great to see him stay there. Uh, you can probably talk more, Kemby, but I, I met him for a brief five legend. minutes at one of your photo shoots. Like, like he is as good a bloke as you expect. Fucking absolute legend. Yeah. legend absolute of legend of a bloke. Um, and like, so reports where he's on around 500k uh, currently. That's decent for a front row forward. That is of NRL standard mm. and consistent and durable. Like. Like people think that, oh, because they see their 500K, they go, holy shit, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but relatively speaking to such an important position in today's cap, cap like that's, that's decent. Like it's not, it's not crazy overs or, or whatever. I think, I think people were surprised. Like there, there were some front rowers last year that were on a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That you'd be surprised they're on a million dollars a year. And I mean, if it wasn't 12 that was lining up in that Tigers jersey, it's another player that you're not sure if they're going to do their job every yeah. week. 12, you know what you're going to get. 100%. It's not going to be 9 out of 10, but you know you're going to get 7, and it's going to, you're going to get that every single week. Every single week. Uh, I think it's reading between the lines. I do think it's a good show, like a, a sign that Benji may have some pull there because <coughs> I don't see how they go from – obviously it's bad that they said 12 leap. That's stupid. But it seems like Benji's gone, hang on a second. No, I don't want Alex Twell leaving. I want him as part of our squad because there's no way Benji was in on the, mate, you can go talk to someone else, and then he did a roundabout. And there's also no way that Benji said, oh, no, I'm not interested in you, and then the club just re-signed him anyway. It seems like in negotiations, the higher-ups have said, okay, well, we're not going to do that. See you later. And then Benji's come in and said, no, no, he's a part of my squad. What do you reckon, boys? Yeah, first and foremost... State that you stay at the Tigers. It's yeah. such an integral part of their club for a long time now, and hopefully they do get a bit more success in coming years, and he's a big part of that. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in the flow and effects off the back of it. Like, like if we say Alex Twelve's a starting lock, which he'd been doing, or even starting prop, between Papali'i, Bateman, Utakamanu, Clemmer, like the pack is so locked in. So just wonder what's going to happen with guys like Fanua Bole, uh, Matamua. They've got some exciting young forwards, the Tigers, and if any of them boys sit back and go, no, no, I'm a starting NRL player, and if mm. presents opportunity elsewhere. So, yeah, happy for happy for him, but uh, Sean Bloor's another one. Mm. There's a few players there waiting in the wings, so we'll see. Yeah, well, I think that – I personally think they've just re-signed him as one of their ro- front row rotations. Yeah. Mm. Because I'm looking at that club and I'm like, who else? Like front row rotation. You've got Clemmer, who's towards the end of his career. You've got Stefano and him, really. Yeah. That Bolo, are mainstay. Yeah, the mainstays. Well, yeah. Bolo's been playing 13, <coughs> though, hasn't he? Yeah. I, I think Matamura will end up in the 13, yeah. actually, and then Bolo will be in that rotation. But, yeah. Um, like, I think even Alex Seifarth was in, in a bit of that rotation towards the back end yeah. of the season. So, yeah. I think he just resigned too, didn't he, Seifarth? Yeah. Did you add, I was reading an article on 12 there, and Alec, don't know if you said it before, but it re-signed with the Titans. Yep. Yeah. For one season. Yep. Uh, also, Colin Matungi re-signs with the Rabbitohs. Uh, really good re-signing here. I personally didn't believe the reports that he was looking anywhere else. I think he loves the club and wants to be there long term. Yeah, he's a mascot junior through and through. I never thought he was leaving, so a good get by South Sydney. Yeah. That, they needed it as well. Oh, they needed like, it. Like, they were... Particularly Mr. He- uh, did he miss a few games this year, but like they were short in edge back row, and there's talk of you know, Cam Murray going out there, Jai Arrow, who sort of certainly played plenty there, but 
they needed to lock down one of their key edges because it was at times when injuries struck a weak point for them. So a massive re-signing. I think it um, needs to be a huge off-season for Keon though. I thought he had a really quiet back end of the year last year after yep. such a good origin performance. Really got to go away. Enjoy his break, but he's got to come back and rip in. I don't, they can't afford to, as a club, have a guy like Colin Matungi not continue his incredible form that he had at the start of last year. Do we know what he got off it? No, I'm not sure. Do you know, Maddie? Not sure. Um, but he is so crucial to their attack. Like, ironically, it's, it's almost one of the unsung parts of their attack that doesn't get spoken about. He started struggling for form at the back end of the year, and so did the, um, so did the yep. Rabbitohs. If you go back and look when Cowboys are dominant, Keon's usually there around the ball in some capacity when they're going really well. So great re-signing. Warriors have reportedly told Josh Curran permission to leave two Sydney clubs after his signature. I never understand what on earth is going on with Josh Curran. <coughs> yeah. I think he's such a good yeah. player. Uh, it, it, from what I've seen of him and the Warriors, it's almost like it's a personality clash. Mm. I just I can't find any other reason why he isn't in this side more. And I think he would be a great signing for so many teams out there as an edge back yeah. row. Yeah, we were always surprised when he did get kind of pushed out of that starting side and then sometimes even out of the 17. It just, yeah, it seems like that he... I mean, clearly the Warriors have basically said it, that he doesn't fit into their plan going forward. It may be – sometimes a lot of this can do not with personality, but the size of the contract. Mm. Because you've got to remember when he re-signed, he re-signed as their big dog because he was their biggest player. Like, yep. He was their star. Well, he was the first one. Like, he, he went over there during COVID and he was the first one to recommit and say, I want to stay here. Yeah, and, and it was he was their best player essentially at the time. So the Warriors might be going, look – We've got a starting side where you're not in it. You're on the bench. You're on a big wicket, let's say, I don't know, 500K. We can't afford to have a 500K player that isn't a fronty on the bench that, you know, sometimes makes our 17. I mean, eventually, it was only a little period where he wasn't in their 17, wasn't it? Wasn't that No, long? he's been in and out for a while. That's Rick's my recollection. It's so weird yeah. for, for a couple of years now. And obviously, they've got Ford and Nia Kore, who are now sitting there going there, the starting back rows. That's the way they've gone. Karen, I'm with you, Guru. I don't. It's just been a weird few years for him because every time he plays and every time he starts, he does a job, give or take a minor defensive lapse here or there. In attack, he's unbelievable. He's going to be, and no, he can't be because he's not in the starting plans for them, evidently. He's going, well, I am a starting back row and I can command that 500k or whatever it is. So he's going to be a great pickup for a number of clubs. You're Jeez. right. He started in, he played in 20 games this year. So he did play quite a bit of footage, to be fair, but he started in four or five of them. So he only played 20 games this year? Yeah, 20 games this season. Uh, and then the year before, he played 18. He was he was at 13 for a while there, wasn't he? He's he played both. Yeah, yeah. He's very, well, also very good in the middle. One of yeah. my boys are one of the clubs that are talking to him. I know I've had the checkbook out today signing everybody, but um, <laughs> but he's another – I don't know. He I wouldn't just, mind him at the Tigers at 13. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's got, he's got that uh, twirl sort of thing about him. He's just like – the boys get around him. Got the headgear on. You know what I mean? Gets the gets the people going. Give him a million bucks, eh? Hey? Well, I wouldn't put it past us. <laughs> great, great haircut. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. I personally, because like we know he's committed. I mean, he dislocated his finger trying to save a try. Uh, I think it was against Newcastle. Mm. So he's committed. I, if I'm to guess, he re-signed when they, you know, were really struggling, and he was their main guy. And they're probably Warriors are probably sitting there going, look, a guy that on the bench comes on sometimes and. Probably not in our plans in the future. We'd rather you and go and get another deal somewhere else than basically stick in reserve grade or 
you know. Not that I need to tell you, Kempi, but if he does sign somewhere else and turns into an 80-minute back row, a very good super coach get. Oh, really? I'm sure you already knew that. I could have told you that, mate. I could have told you that. <laughs> we, uh, where, where do we see him lobbing, boys? Where, who could use him? Cronulla Sharks be one on the edge? Yeah. That's a, great, that's a great shout. Surely the Sharks have got money. Oh, honestly, Tigers are 13. I don't mind it. Um, it just depends because of his value. You know, like it depends how much he's yeah. going to be asking. Because at the moment, he's essentially a bench player at a top four side. Um, Give or take how, how high the, their prospects are for Dylan Lucas, but the Knights, that fits Gibbon, that left edge spot. I reckon that Knights left edge or South Sydney left edge would be a really South good Sydney need an edge. Yeah, don't mind Rabbitohs. Don't mind the Rabbitohs. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. Because he's too good not to be playing. Mm. Yeah. You know, decent minutes each week. He's a bloody good player. Uh, Titans have lost their partnership with Kibra Height to the Rabbitohs on a three year deal. That's a massive loss. Huge. Kibra High is arguably. Well, not arguably, what, top three rugby league schools in the country? Yeah, they're unbelievable. Like, top two? And have been for a long time. Very long. I mean, they fucking Benji come through Keeper Park. Well, I think that that's Haas, Fafida, Reese Walsh, just to name a few of recent, yeah. P- Piacora? Piacora, yeah. Like, guns. Yeah, I don't understand. I've read in, into enough, like, the, the politics behind all and what's happened and the money thrown around, but just a Sydney club linking with Keeper is so... Did not see that coming. Didn't see it coming. Now, my understanding was, I think, can you get the report up? I think Kibra said you've got to lose connections with all those other schools, and Titan said, nah. I think that was the report out. I think that was the report out. Um, and so, look, I I guess. I can, like, I don't, like, with Kibra, I'm not really... Is it because Kibra was sitting here, we're developing all these players and some of them aren't getting contracts and that's why we're going, why are we developing all these players for a club that's not giving them contracts? No because, idea. Because Titans are getting them from PBC and that? It's easier. So Kibra wanted to be exclusive with Titans, yeah. so they want, but Titans didn't want to cut off their other schools. Okay. So I guess you can understand where Titans are coming from, mm. but it's a big loss. Well, you have a look. Uh, I'll just have a look at some players that have come from there. Fafita, Fodawaka, AJ Brimson. Shit. <laughs> Pretty well their three best players. Mate, great for Rabbitohs. Really good for Rabbitohs. Massive for Like getting that connection to Kibra Park on a three-year deal. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. Jesus. Get some Queensland blood down there, eh? Along with grand final hero, Jesse Arthurs. Ah, mm. okay. Um, Storm have activated their club option for Sua for a long old for 25. Mate, <laughs> I mean, I know they don't have to, so don't worry about it. And he's, he's shown that he wants to stay, but, geez, I'd be looking to lock him in earlier. Because... If they give him a crack this year and he plays 10 good games, all of a sudden a 500K deal turns into a fucking 900K deal in this new salary cap. We know how good he's going to be. I mean, I would be strongly looking at just locking him past, at least past, because if he, this next year coming, if he plays 10 good games, he's available to negotiate November 1st. So I would be looking to at least lock him past to 26 just to get that first year out of your belt so you know you're where safe. he stands, that you're yeah. safe. Whereas the not safe thing for Storm right now is if he comes out and plays 10 hectic games, there's honestly, like, he's so electric, he could get eight hundred to $900,000 from a desperate club that's desperate for a fullback. If I was a desperate club, he's the sort of player I would punt on paying Massively, massively. Ooh. Where's he slotting in the next two years with Pappenhausen? We, we look, obviously, 14's an option. He's 
he's pretty small in terms yeah. of if they were going to play him in the front line on the wing, like defensively, try and tackle some of them big boys. I, I don't know if he could do it. I would suggest probably not. Maybe well, just slot him in at 14 next year. Yeah, well, I look, obviously Pappenhausen is in front of him. We've seen Pappenhausen yeah. do it on the biggest stage. But I and so that's Pappy's jersey to lose. But I do think that heading into this year, it's his to lose. Whereas I think if it, if it was a year earlier, it was like no, no, he has to play like ten bad NRL games like Pappy does, or fifty, and then eventually we will give you a crack. <clears throat> Whereas I do feel that if Pappy struggles for form in the trial matches, struggles form round one, round two, round three, round four, they start going. Look, maybe we give Fatalong or a shot. Um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Because, that, I mean, that's just the nature of rugby league, even though I hate saying that because Pappenhausen... Look, to be fair, I believe Pappenhausen will come back and kill it, but that's just the nature of rugby league, really. Like, I mean, Scott Drinkwater had to go to another club, yeah. the Cowboys. Scott Drinkwater. they got, got good form bringing guys like him, this, like uh, Farlong got in on the bench, Hines, Pappenhausen. They all started there and then mm. worked their way kind of in. So yeah. they kind of just put him on the bench and find a way to make it work. Nico, really. Nico did it off the bat. A bit bigger body in that. Yeah, yeah. Style, he's played a bit of bench too. The early. big difference is, though, during that entire period, they either had Cameron Smith, yeah. who was an 80-minute hooker, week in, week out, or they had Brandon and Harry Grant. Yeah, and Brandon yeah. Smith could play middle or long. Like, and we don't want Harry Grant playing. I don't think they can keep doing this to Harry Grant. Yeah, no, too much. So too that's much. where it's going to be really difficult, point. I think. That's why I call him the rugby league guru. That's, <laughs> that's why him. I call me the rugby league guru. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.